everybody. Welcome to the Thursday show brought to you by the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy. I'm joined by Alan Pajama Pants. What's up? And Adam Camilleri. Hello from the, the depths of the, the subterranean lair that is Australia. This is the Thursday show. Some people Hello. might be listening to it on Thursday. Some people might be listening in the future. Some might be recording this in the future. <laughs> Some might it's always, be it's in... such a good running theme. Some might oh. be in witness protection with uh, curtains behind them from their grandmother. Uh, very scary area. So, If you're joining yes. us live, thank you very much. Uh, p- please feel free to join in the chat if you're joining us later. Wherever you're hearing this, please leave some comments. Uh, leave us some five-star reviews. Sh- subscribe to the channel if you have not already. That's the kind of stuff that we really appreciate the support. We're here to talk about some upcoming events. Over this weekend, we have some absolute bangers to discuss, some lists. Um, the, the AdMech have finally caught up. There, There is no more lag, it looks like, for the hobby. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of that, how to beat them, what we expect, and if we think they're going to take some of these uh, top slots. How are Man, we- there is... We have a packed weekend coming ahead. We've got two majors which we're going to be talking about, and there's like there was like five or six GTs we could have like cherry picked at at, at, at whatever. Um, but man, two majors first up, and that many GTs like life, 40k life is alive and well. Oh, that's awesome! So let's uh, let's jump in. Which what's the first event we're going to talk about? Well, so we've got the Show Me Showdown coming up. This is a 116-player major in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Um, and dude, it's this is this is one of the I think this is the the, either one of the premier or the one of the flagship events for the um the Lord Marshall Conference, uh, which is kind of a big deal for that that area that region. Maybe you guys know a little bit more about it than I do, living in that in that area. But this is kind of like the ITC, but just for that region, just for that area. Last year it was won by the amazing Dan Sammons. This year in top spot we have James Kelling, who's uh, making a showing at this event as well. But jumping into some of the quick, quick and dirty stats for this one like i said 116 players this is a big healthy sized event guys um nine drukari in attendance nine admec nine necrons yeah 11 death guard being the most numerous single faction of 11 death guard so you're telling me so, there's a chant <laughs> there's a chance there's a sneaky there's one in there <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes eight sisters eight dark angels so it's really interesting those top five um so yeah nine drukari nine admec nine necrons eight sisters eight dark angels 11 death guard really interesting spread there and then from there it jumps off a bit of a cliff we've got four custodes four orcs and then some breakdowns for some space marine factions but uh really kind of interesting at that top end where we, we i think this is the first time we've seen um a, a decent parallel for Admech to Drakari to Necrons. To I want to talk about this a bit. Also, later up, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about the Mall of the Mall, which I, I love that event. I love the folks that run that event. Uh, mm. We're bringing back the Fuego Rapido towards the end of the show. Uh, it, lots of stuff to cover. Strap in. Uh, there's going to be some fun things we talk about. So let's let it, let's talk about that spread. So nine Drakari. I mean, do they even have a shot? This is is this like wearing white jeans after Labor Day? Is <laughs> what do you think, Alan? No, I think the Jakari still definitely have a shot. I think they're definitely, you know, top tier codex. Uh, you know, I, I'm assuming a lot of the players have pivoted. We looked at a lot of the lists. I don't know how many. I think we have one list that we're covering. I don't know if it's from this event, Adam, but we do have one Jakari list that we're going to cover today. And uh, I think overall they have they have every, all the tools. They just really need to, mm-hmm. you know, overcome kind of those new armies. And they have to have a strategy against them. Well, you say that, but the Necrons, are, are are the sheer volume of Necrons, is that something that people are taking to be counter meta? Same with the Dark Angels. Those things, we know they've got some kind of deceptive staying power. 
Mm. And so it's it's interesting to see what kind of builds. I wish we had a bit more. Well, it's not really in our purview; it's more of the stat center purview. But I wish we had time to break down, look at those Necron lists. I want to see if they're the blocky, you know, double obsec horde, or if they're going more MSU. I feel like if the Necrons were trying to go into the horde right now, that would be a bit of a mistake, seeing as that's what people are already taking into to combat a lot of the uh, the Admec builds. Of course, the the Admec. Um, Lucius Horde is, is oppressive as hell, and people are trying to figure out ways and means to combat it. And look, the Necron double obsec isn't a bad counter in and of itself, but it exposes themselves to the same things people are going to bring to try and counter Admech. And so maybe I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion we're maybe seeing a kind of a resurgence of possibly some more of the um, you know obsec canoptic MSU armies, or possibly even some of the MSU uh, Novok builds that we saw right at the start of this edition. And what yeah, about the Dark Angels? Sorry, sorry Alan. I, no, I, so I, I know that Adam's a Dark Angel player, and I want to hear you know, if he thinks they can hang in there. Yeah, I, just to sorry. add on to the Necrons real quick, I clicked through a lot of those, and they're all over the place. So there's mm, still yeah. Necron players playing the 60 Warriors, 40 Warriors, uh, you know, with a mix of things. I mean, a lot of people are playing, you know, relection, uh, re the Expansionists, and they're playing the OBSEC, you know, so they're moving before the game, and they're full OBSEC armies. But overall, we're seeing C-Tans. I saw Silent King list. I saw Destroyer lists, Lich Guard lists, Warrior lists. They're a little bit all over the place. You're not seeing yeah. a one-build Necron army right now. Um, it's, a, it's, but, a, it's a faction that's had to go back to the drawing board, haven't they? Haven't coalesced back into, like, a primary build at all, have they? But I still think they have mm. a hard time. Out of all the armies you said, I know Necrons are one of the higher – they're the most played overall – uh, in that list that you mentioned earlier, I think they're at the most a disadvantage compared to the other other codexes you mentioned. Yeah, look, I of the ones we just reeled off, like the the ones in those the the top six of the ones represented, I do feel like they are there on the weaker end of that. Absolutely, um, I feel like they're in a similar position to where maybe Dark Angels are, but I feel like just Dark Angels still have. Uh, that same term I just used, maybe we'll stick with it. They have still have a coalesced best archetype. Um, Dark Angels still have that reliable, I'm never going to get less than 60 points, you know, Terminator brick. Um, and then you can just strap on stuff all around it. A lot of people are still uh, are leaning more heavily into the Raven Wing side of things because that was so good and so good to uh, counter the Drakari side, attack bikes being great at popping transports and then having the Obsec uh, small bike units just being able to go in, tap, deny some primary um, and, and keep a lot of the Drakari assets in their backline rather than slinging into your midfield or your deployment zone. And so that's what I expect them to be bringing. I expect to still see a couple the Talon Masters here or there, one big block of Terminators, and then as much OBSEC MSU around that as possible. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, min or medium squad Blade Guard units for, for Dark Angels at the moment. I think they're, they're in a great position, especially against Admech. They have the right profiles in cover um, to be resilient against a lot of different things. And they also take an, an, an inordinate amount of resources to kill, especially when you only win them on the fours. Yeah, I'm on the other end of the Dark Angels. I like the speed. I like the Raven mm. Raven style. I like Talon Masters. I like, you know, potentially even using the Flyer. I mean, stuff like that I think is more fun for me. I've never been a mm. big fan of, here's my big unkillable unit you need force to wound, and it has good saves. I just, I never really liked that too much. Unless they were also ultra aggressive, which they're not because they move slow. They're too slow. You're exactly I, right. I think the aggression comes from a lot of their bolter fire, and that's that's kind of maybe what you need against what you might expect to see on the top tables. Do do you think the Raven Wing, Alan? Do you think that that has the firepower to be maneuverable, be where it needs to be, and then also dish out the damage? I think in comparison to other factions, it's it's probably lacking. Uh, I would mm -hmm. I would call Sisters, you know, Admac, even Dark Eldar. Um, to have better damage output. I, I don't think Dark Eldar can outshoot it, but Dark Eldar can definitely outmaneuver and then assault better so i think that you know it, it is lacking even with that build but if, if i was playing dark angels that's the type of dark angels i would play i would try to 
play that and make sure that the army is cohesively structured in a way where my secondaries are pretty straightforward. I know which ones I'm taking in most games, um, if not every game. The list is designed to do those very well. And then I just hammer through games to make sure that the efficiency is there in the list so that I'm not missing those primary points. And I have some kind of plan to say, oh, I blocked you for, for five or for 10 even in some, in some missions. So that's really how I would play it. Fair. I mean, that makes all sense in the world to me. Do you want to transition to uh, talk about some of the top guys in attendance? Uh, yes, let's do it. I also want to get you guys' opinion about how you think the sisters may be able to to adapt in this kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, this is this is where you need to be. How do you how do you overcome uh, these two mm. big threats out there that are in there in a high attendance? I suppose we might leave this topic for the end, but I'm interested to hear your, your guys' thoughts on whether the... Because I talk about this coming in waves. Like, uh, you get meta waves. Iron Hands was like a freaking tsunami. It killed everybody. Um, and uh, But uh, right now, we just saw the Drakari wave. It's receding at the moment. Still, still the, the water's still pooling everywhere. But um, Admechus wave is starting to hit now. Are we going to see a sister's wave? Are they going to be a little, you know, a little puddle? And they're not going to make a big splash because of how potent and oppressive we feel like Admech will be. Um, but anyway, jumping into those top players in attendance, the, the top-ranked gentleman um, is Mr. James Kelling. He's currently sitting ranked at number one um, in the Lord Marshal Conference rankings, and he's number sixth overall in the ITC. Sitting just below him in eighth spot is Mr. Ben Sherman. Um, um, and then below him is Mr. Charlie Andre uh, sitting in 13th position. But we're going to talk about Mr. Kelling's list straight up here because he is taking Drakari. That was the the one mentioned by Alan a moment ago. Um, and just you guys are ready for me to bounce right into it? Yeah, go yeah. for it. Let's do it. Starts off with, uh, he's a triple patrol. Uh, Dark Elder, Custom Coven, Dark Tectomancer for the first one, starts off with a homunculus, three units of five racks, no special weapons, or liquefies already been gone, people snap those arms off, never heard of them, two units of Kronos, three each, uh, one with a, a spirit probe in the vortex, another with a vortex, um, and then uh, another squad, so three um, with two vortexes in that, and then he's got his next patrol, this one is Kabal of the Black Heart, he has a Court of the Archon, two Sliths, four Urgles, an Archon with the Djinn Blade and Splinter Genius, uh, tolerated ambition as you'd expect he has Drizar, a unit of trueborn with uh, the ubiquitous loadout of two blasters in the dark lance um a unit of five cabs with a single blaster two units of incubi and then he has one two three four um uh raiders with dark lances two of them having chain snares and the shock prowls then he's going into his final um patrol man they're just there's just, more these, there's these more lists just, yeah. Uh, yeah. these lists just keep going man um this one is, of course, Cult of Strife. You don't leave home without it, really, unless you're going all the covens. Uh, Succubus, uh, Adrenalite, Competitive Edge, Triptych Whip, uh, Warlord, Archaic Glaive, whatever. Show Stealer as well. Uh, then he's got another Succubus, this one with the Razor Flails um, and the Lotus Toxin, Precision Blows, of course, uh, Mortal Wound Generating Behemoth. Uh, one single unit of Witches with nothing, yeah? nothing uh, and one unit of mandrakes and that is it so the it's interesting to see the stripped back version of the cult of strife just taking it for those ultra efficient characters and then the bulk of the army being pivoted around two units of chronos um and then you know some pinching stuff from from um from uh blackheart uh one uh quarter the archon a unit of really good true board and then five raiders uh, sorry four raiders so Ton, a ton less raiders than we're used to usually the min was like five sometimes even six i've seen and i've played against eight and nine raiders in my time as well uh alan what do you make of this it's it's a well-designed army for secondaries definitely and it has the mo the movement it's basically what i just said for dark dark angels right so he designed a list that he can go with a number of different secondaries um yep. they're all relatively easy for him he's got mobility he has a lot of tricks in what he can potentially keep in reserves if he wants to um, and they can come on the board edges later in the game. 
uh, he, the, the movement in the list is what's going to allow him to essentially try to play with you on those objectives, push up, take the center board objectives, try to get more than you. So he gets up mm. on points in the primary, uh, you know, one or two turns and that's all it really takes, you know, two fifteens and a couple tens is really it. Um, and, uh, that's, that's really, I think what he's trying to do. Um, and, and I think it's, I think it's, you know, pretty, I don't think it's the most optimal dark Eldar list. I think, you know, I would go a little bit different. I mean, I would be, I, well, I, I just, that's, that's more, a question. So it looks like that fifth rack maybe had the liquefier or whatever. Now that's gone. A lot of that stuff, a yeah. lot of those bells and whistles have been uh, stripped out of the list and probably, you know, to get more units in there. Uh, what do you, what do you think should be there? What do you think is maybe superfluous or, or doubling down to uh, more win, you know, in that regard while sacrificing something else? So in, in my opinion, this list is a list that doesn't know what it needs to be afraid of yet. It's a list that doesn't know if it needs to counter uh, Admech. It's still playing the field. It's well-rounded. It's good into just about everything. And it's got a medium to good chance of playing or, or beating everything. Um, so I'm, I'm essentially, I'm guessing that, that Mr. Kelling hasn't been bad touched by Admech yet, or he, he believes he's got the game. He's already got the game to beat it, the game to win that matchup. And, you know, he's an exceptionally good player. He's top of the rankings for Lord Marshall. And of course, he's like sitting in the top 10 in the world. So there's no freaking slouch. It looks like it's, it looks like it's just doing everything at the same time. I don't know what well, trying it's to got, do too much. It's got the Raiders there. So the Raiders can help ensure them against yeah. like bad terrain settings or whatever. So there's a little bit of insulation in there. And I like that part. Mm. And I do like the fact that you, maybe we can break out multiple things. It's, it's like you, mm. you know, you, you, you crack an egg and, and two other little eggs run out in different directions. And, uh, I, so, I like what it is capable of doing, but I'm worried about it not having the punch. And so that's what's going to be really mm. interesting to see uh, come on the other side of this event to see what it had and what it was able to do. So, yeah, that's my that's my thing as well. So for shooting assets, he's got the two units of Chrono. He's got the four Raiders and he's got the unit of Trueborn. That is not going sh- to win a shooting war against any Admech army. It's probably not even going to win a shooting for against a medium to medium to good sisters army. At least that's how I'm seeing it. But it's got it can play every phase and it plays the movement phase better than every other army in the game right now. And it plays an exceptionally good um, melee, uh, sorry, assault phase and then a, a, a decent shooting phase. My issue is I th- I want I want to see lots of Drakari guys bringing that one single unit of witches, and I feel like they need that because you need the option to lock a unit down in combat. You mean a big it, unit, have, like a giant unit? I, of witches. I, you need. You, okay. I, I'm of the opinion either they're ten men in a raider um, for most for my my point, and then you use that to to deliver. So Drizar and that raider as well, or whatever succubus, or you know, merely butchers you want. But I just think they need to be able to trap something in combat now. They they can't be exposed everything that is able to be seen by an admech army will be picked up by that admech army every single turn of the game and so i feel like you need the ability to lock stuff down wrap trap and then have the ability to slingshots from there um i don't know maybe alan will speak to that a little bit better the, the salt phase is very much in his wheelhouse yeah no that's exactly what i was saying earlier uh, you know i would typically i would typically tend to move towards more an aggressive approach so i would mm. i would focus those points a little bit more with more witches maybe even hellions um you know, I, obviously, I like I love Drazar too, so I, I don't mind that it's at all. Such a killy beast. Yeah, I think monster. I think you know I think you just need you need to be aggressive and, and tangle things up. I think that's exactly what you need to do, and you need to keep the pressure on your opponent. Um, if you're trying to play more of a finesse strategy, and you start playing against Admech, you're going to realize that it's not really a thing anymore. So. Mm. Well, let's just jump into the next guy, the guy I probably think he needs to worry about. Uh, this is Mr. Ben Sherwin, who's like on his tail in the ITC rankings. They're literally two slots away from each other. One is six, one is eight. Uh, this gentleman has pivoted into the, this gentleman's pivoted into the Admech. Starts off with a Lucius uh, detachment. 
He's got the ubiquitous marshal and the manipulus and sorry, two manipulus's. Then he's got one block of twenty rangers, another block of twenty rangers, another block of twenty rangers, and then a block of twenty vanguard. Um, okay. Then he's got two units of eight, eight full grind electro priests, two units of three las cannon chickens, uh, one unit of ten sterilizers because I'm assuming the FAQ is probably not in play yet, and two dune riders. This is a single battalion. This has pretty much the vast majority of its CP intact, and it seems to just kind of have it all. It's got the 80 infantry. It's got... This is a great Sorry, list. Okay. No, this is this exactly is a, a great list. And you don't... And with the ad mech, you don't need to branch out. There's no... There's almost basically no mm-hmm. reason to go and take another detachment to sacrifice in that CP. You know, because you... And, and you have... You have a bunch of CP to burn. So that's... He's going to have all the fuel he needs to dish out an amazing amount of pain each and every turn. It's going to be incredibly difficult for armies to even come halfway across the field. It's it's kind of stunning to me that in one battalion you can have such a varied, versatile list that just has so much stuff in it. It's crazy. Alan, what do you think? I think Ben Ben's a very dangerous man at this event. <laughs> so, me too. Me um, too. I mean, yeah, my shoe? He's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's 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 going to win the tournament. I looked through all the other lists. I think, um, barring any kind of crazy, you know, misplays on his part, barring you know, it's it's kind of his tournament to win. If you look at the lists mm. that have been submitted, um, I think I think uh, you know ninety five percent of the field will have absolutely no idea how gross this is until they face it, and the other five percent who may may know about it uh, might know after they watch our show, and they might have looked it up. So yeah, <laughs> I was hoping to keep. You know, so I have two manipulatives in my list as well. I was hoping to keep that secret for as long as possible. But really, when you look at it on the page, there is no secret. What that does is it, is it increases the AP of a unit in the command phase. You got two of them. You get to double your fun on that, uh, and it's for, not on the same unit on on, multi, on on different units if they're using the the FAQ. Uh, and it is brutal. It's weathering. It is demoralizing when you can see just how much uh, shots they can pull out. And it's going to take a savvy general to stand up to that, to not expose themselves to that, and then be able to make an impact on that. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the terrain looks like either. But, uh, you know, depending on terrain, this this might be just, you might see a bloodbath here. So, I mean, yeah. th- there's a very good likelihood that Ben might have a conversation with his opponent top of two and just say, hey, do you guys want to talk out? <laughs> talk out the rest uh, you know, do, you, do you want to play uh, yeah you know, do you still do you have the willingness to continue i have all your yeah. fainted. Yeah. No, um, it's, 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 this is a serious <laughs> list this this is what need this list is exactly what needs to be nerfed to make admec a little bit more in tune with everyone else but then again now now that i'm getting a little bit of reps in with sisters and seeing what they have they're mm. they're just as gross just a little different maybe not as abusive I don't think there is. You got to work. You got to work harder as well. You can't just they're sit very, in your deployment. You can't just sit in your deployment and win the game. Very good. We, yeah. we mentioned that the uh, the command points are still intact, and I see a lot of additional mm. warlord traits being sprinkled around to things, and and the, you know that is a choice because there are lots of abilities you can gain and, and squeeze out of this stuff that makes it even grosser. Uh, and I in my experience with Admech is they do have CP to burn. Like if if you sometimes you just don't need all the bells and whistles. You've got it all there on your page, and I think mm. he's taking full advantage of that. So uh, Dan Sammons just tuned in in the, the comments. He just said, Ben's list ain't the best admec one. There's no throwaway or infiltrate. Um, he has got the solar flare, so he does have a pseudo infiltrate. But you're right. He has, this is a no fat on the bone build. There's, no, there's nothing he can really afford to throw away for no return. He needs to get some mileage out of every unit in his army. Uh, this, is like, this is literally the fat-free admec um, Well, I, w- I would argue that the, the, the priests are, are actually a little bit of a... Electro priests are a little bit of fat. I mean, that's, that's a choice, you know? Uh, and 
and, and you're right. What I, you know, I'd love to see some of the, um, what are the, uh, the, the Cerberus Raiders, you know, whatever to, to be able to cause them to distractions. This could be a modeling choice, but I, I mean, I don't think so. I think there's a plan for every single one of these things. And I think that plays out in what mm. you see is the, in the relics and the warlord traits. And, uh, it's yeah, going to totally be tough. Agree. I do love to hear that, uh, that, uh, that bit of, a crosstalk in the chat. So let's, let's hear a little bit Me more too. of that and, uh, and yeah, also absolutely. see what, uh, if anyone is coming to these events and we don't have your list, uh, then, uh, post them in the chat if you can, cause we'd love to talk about them as well. And I, I would say, I would say, you know, even though, even though you, you perceive the list as maybe not having any fat and, and missing out on some of the, you know, some of the gimmicks that we know about with AdMac, um, the efficiency in these units from a point perspective, exactly like right. one of these units can make the points back of three. Yeah. So yeah. when you think of it I, that way, he's got, a, and, and he's got plenty of stuff that he can, he's got plenty of stuff to lose. Well, dude, so, like. I, absolutely right, and that's a talking point we can talk to you like at length. The 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 risk of the the min max build because this is the min max. This is min max to the to the absolute degree. Yeah, um, min maxing versus yeah. yeah versus redundancy versus versus like having those three units of infiltrators and two units of rust stalkers, having those small units of of rangers and, and vanguard. Is, is it worth just stripping those back and just going well? Turn two, you're not going to have any models, so I don't care. I don't care about having five mans to go and get me engaged and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, it's absolutely an argument that needs to be had in, in ninth edition. Something we've gone away from seeing is so many people have been encouraged to take these small pinch This is a units. veteran army. This is a veteran army. This uh, yeah, is a guy yeah. who understands. Confidence. Hey, they printed a codex. There's a there's a misprint in this codex because the efficiency is too strong here per point. I'm going to abuse the hell out of it until they fix it. And I'm going to mm. paint up all these models and I'm going to wreck someone at some tournament. <laughs> yeah. This is his tournament. I'm telling you right now. Mm. I think I'll we're going to see a lot of people uh, going on the, the two Dune Riders. I think that's the, the profile that model has a lot going for it. What it brings to the army is, is, is uh, very important. And I think we're going to see more of those. Mm. Um, one thing I thought I might see in this kind of build, the strip down build, was a single bomber. Um, because it does really go well into the, the the Necrons, Death Guard, Dark Angels. But I suppose people are just of the opinion Admech is so far beyond those at the moment. Anyway, in the hands you, of a confident You pretty much convinced player, me, though. You don't need you, to. You convinced me that the bomber has some... some uh, some Actually, it does uh, have legs. I was going to say it has legs, but actually it does, does have legs. Uh, actual oh, physical legs on the model. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like you convinced me <laughs> of, of its uh, utility... Uh, and there is there is some play in these lists because the core of the army is so strong that your last 300 points or whatever could be spent almost as a flight of fancy, uh, which is mm. which is interesting. We want to see how people play with that. All right, so we have one more list to talk about from this event, and this is from a gentleman who I've actually never heard of before, um, and I'm happy we had to talk about these guys who are up there in the rank, because this gentleman's 13th in the world in the ITC, so no slouch whatsoever. His name's Charlie Andre, hopefully becomes a bit of a household name following this. He started, he's playing Dark Angels, guys, and now I've got some questions about this list, but we'll get into it. He's playing, he's got Azrael as his Warlord, brilliant strategist, because you got it if you're taking him, gives you two CP if he's your Warlord, and he brings uh, arguably our best Warlord trade anyway. And then he has Samuel, he has a unit of uh, infiltrators and two units of uh, assault intercessors as his HQs. Oh, sorry, his troops. Apologies. Um, ten relic terminators with claw and stormbolter with a grenade launcher on the Sarge. Uh, blade guard ancient with rites of war and the pendant of remembrance. So he's got the minus one damage and it gives the obsec and the blah 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 blah. And then a, three units of three blade guard, which mwah, I love them. Um, oh. One unit of assault hellblasters. And I'm thinking this is a ten man because it's 330, 330 points. That is a ten. Yeah, that's a ten man. Um, and then he's got three units of three bikes with a lightning claw on the side. Uh, nice little 95 points. What I scratch my head at this is that those bikes are not obsec, and I feel like they should be because you're paying points for Samuel. So all you do is this, so this is a single battalion. But from my mind, 
you just make it two two patrols and you get uh, uh, sorry a patrol and an outrider and you just get three units of obsec bikes um and you make it a vanguard and you get obsec terminator so i'm really i'm really curious um this this is obviously a gentleman who's who's got some strength behind him it's a miss no that 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 should definitely be two patrols there's no reason for it well it should it should it should be a vanguard outrider um yeah vanguard yeah, um, it doesn't make sense to me that it's not. He's got the three. He's got f- he's got five elites choices and three um, fast attack choices. So he could save pretty much all the points as he's put into troops, and have much more obsec than he has right now. And yeah, but- yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to go super meta one. here. I'm going to go super meta is that this list is like, if the player plays in this area may have like a, a suspicion of what the terrain is going to be like, you can't play this list without knowing what the terrain is going to be like and using it to your advantage. It doesn't matter yeah, though. Yeah. Obsec is so strong. It's worth the two CP. We're talking about two CP to make all of his fast units. Obsec. Like, Oh, indeed. I just mean the, the, the composition yeah. of the list in general of the, like oh, the yeah. three, the, the nine blade guard running around, you know, smaller units of bikes, the 10 man unit of hell yeah. blasters, which I'll tell you in some, some events will never get off the line. Like you put them right on the table, mm. you pick them right back off the table. Uh, yeah. and they just never see their, their, uh, their return. Asriel, Asriel's pretty good at keeping this army alive on that first turn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He, like, so the, the content of this list, I'm a big fan of, um, the formatting of it. I, yeah, like I said, like I said, it's a big miss. Um, I, the two units of assault intercessors could be completely removed. Um, and then uh, you have the, then you, you save those I think those, assault, those yeah. assault intercessors are holding backfield objectives 100% and they're just assault intercessors to kind of be a little bit beefier so that if he gets charged by uh, units that are in reserve they can they can have more attacks that's pretty much it I think well um, those two assault intercessors buy you a talent master is what I was about to say I know um, but but you need you need stuff to hold your backfield his core is true center his bikes are stretching yeah. out now what I would change if so, I was playing dark angels is I would probably think about uh, you know, some land speeders potentially oh, instead of maybe the bikes. And I would also consider Devastator squads with grav cannons because I think uh, those I, are you very love this, don't you? too. Yeah. 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 You love that thing. Um, so for my mind, what I would do is I'd cut the Hellblasters in half and buy them an Impulsor. So for those who don't know, the, the Hellblaster unit in an Impulsor uh, is a fantastic admec, uh, anti-admec tool. It's a unit yeah. that can sling from one side of the board to the other, advance out of that Impulsor after it's moved, get three damage on their guns, and just waste your opponent's chickens. A full unit of five chickens can be gone from five to zero from one unit of five or six of those um, Hellblaster um, assault plasmas. Um, and yeah, so I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I think cut that unit in half, buy them an Impulsor, and they become a much more versatile tool. As they are right now, I think they're just going to get, Azrael's going to point at them and say, you, sir, have got a four-plus invulnerable save and full rerolls, mess up everything you can get in range of, and then they might just die. I argue that if you cut them in, in, in half, then you've even further reduced their efficiency or their, their power. Uh, yeah, and so true. you're, you're, you're going to get less value out of them. I think if you're going to take them at all, you have to go this, this deep with them. Uh, I, although, you know, I do think impulsors are great. Been a been a fan of them for a long time. I think if you're playing Marines, especially if you got Blade Guard in your list, you probably want mm. some impulsor. But in well, the chat, just mentioned that pictures from this event, recon from this event says 14 to 16 pieces of terrain, heavy terrain oh, boards. So nice. not yeah. counting this out. Well, and that's why I love the Hellblasters because they are they are a shooting unit. They are a, a missile. You shoot it at your opponent. It it, it just goes straight through terrain it it does it ignores line of sight essentially because they just run past the line of sight blocking pieces get where they need to be and just gut a very important unit they're not that expensive when you only take five or six of them like for what they're able to kill yeah but you still and then have to with, factor in your impulsor points in that that's still a part of that's your true. roi and that's so and that's why i think people are 
that's why I think people are steering away from it because it just gives somebody something to kill. Look, you look at this list, yeah, um, and there's nothing that a Laz Cannon really thinks they're going to get good value out of. Like picking up a Terminator is the best thing is a Laz Cannon can do against yeah, this no. army. So as that's soon as you put an Impulsor in it, you're giving people return for that investment. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Enough. I miss I miss the plasma interceptors. I miss Grav. I'd like to see if you're if you're playing an Azrael core walking based army. I think I think it, go f go full in right. Like just lean into mm. that that idea. I think that's the way to play it. So uh, one thing I would love to have seen is the unit of uh, the two units of five assault intercessors be amalgamated into one unit of heavy intercessors because that's a sneaky amazing unit to sit and do your um defiant stand and get your auto 15 it's very hard to pick up when it's out of line of sight literally no one's line of sight shooting especially like you, people talk about people taking uh, admec disintegrators because oh yeah they'll still pick up people's back feel stuff they will not scratch the paint on you know five Adam, or six they're, heavy they're a triangle they're a triangle He's literally taking 95 points to hold this quarter, 95 points to hold this quarter, and the infiltrators are at the top. That's he's literally got three units of blade guard, three units of bikes. No, they move up. They move up with the Terminators and with Azrael. They take center board. He's got a triangle of blade guard, Terminators in the middle, and he's got Azrael in the center. It's a six-inch aura. It's, it's a triangle like within one... a triangle within a circle. You can't remove, you can't, okay. you can't remove those two units for one because he's losing his efficiency on holding backfield objectives. That's his entire purpose for that unit. There's only we... two missions where you need to do that. Are halfway through the broadcast. Thanks everybody that's coming in the chat. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, the comments have been great and 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 really given some more context and color to these events that we're talking about. Uh, I think we need to jump to the mall to mall. We do. All right. So the quick and dirty is here. This is a 67, 67 player major in Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, quick and dirty stats here. This is the first time I think we have seen Admech. This might be in the history of the damn game since they've been introduced, where Admec is the most numerous faction at an event. To my mind, I didn't do an extensive research into this, and I'm assuming all the Space Marines added up is still more than this, but we have seven Admec players in attendance of this event, which to me is like mind-blowing. It's more than 10% of the field. I feel like we need some rock music for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Oh, nice. Yeah, let, let me go ahead <laughs> and also state that the, the folks that, that put on this event are some of the this the nicest people that you're going to encounter that run tournaments uh, mm. in the whole U.S. And so if you can make it to one of their events, uh, then I, I highly suggest that you do because you're going to have a good time. Uh, now, the admix situation is another story altogether. Uh, what do we have in some of these lists? Uh, so the rest of so well the rest of the field apologies is uh, three Jakari, two sisters three Necrons and then it kind of dips from there. This actually event as soon, as soon as you take the the Admec out of the equation has a phenomenally good spread of factions um, with nothing I feel like being overrepresented. Uh, but yeah, seven Admec is phenomenal and it's it's going to be hard. I, I'm of you're probably going to see two or three of them in the top five, if not on the podium, like two of them on the podium, um, which is a bit fearsome. Of the of the guys in attendance, of the top-ranked players, we have Mr. Mark Aish sitting in our 14th spot in the ITC, and then Mr. Mark Perry, the, the great and clean one himself, sitting in 22nd. Now, both these gentlemen are taking chaos, which I th find exceptionally interesting. And, I'm, and oh. you know, Alan's probably going to have a conniption to be like, oh, finally, um, because that, you know, obviously that means chaos is in a decent, you know, might take home a major. They might win a freaking major because two of the best players at this event are taking chaos. D can they do it? I mean, honestly, can they? So there's there's a there's a possibility that Admech <laughs> players play themselves in the first round. It's true. Well, with that, and then chaos, but as chaos will probably not play itself, so we can count on chaos make it to the second round. I think we'll see a chaos player get um, T whip, but I don't think they'll win. 
I wouldn't be surprised if I see one of these gentlemen on the podium, maybe take that uh, second or third spot with a, a four, a, a good four and one, but going undefeated in this meta with chaos is just, yeah. let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. Right. Before I weigh in. First one is first one is Mark Ace sitting 13th in the ITC starts off with a battalion detachment of chaos undivided. He has a contorted epitome, a Lord of change, which is, you know, as unkillable as they get. Then he has Slaxy Hellbane, a unit of 10 Brimstones, two units of three Nurglings, a unit of five Furies. Then he has another battalion. This one is Holy of Slanesh. Three Keepers and three units of Demonettes. One of those being a 27-man, the other two 10-mans. So, monster freaking mash. How many rounds is the event? Uh, I think it's a five-rounder, but don't quote me on that. I could be correct. I think it is, yep. I don't know. Do we know, Adam, do you know how much Dark Eldar is there? I'm worried more about Dark Eldar and Sisters than Admech for this list. Well, so no, well, there are there are many. I think there's only three uh, three Drakari players, as, okay. as I just reeled off. There's um, So there's three Drakari, two Sisters. Okay. There's not that big a gauntlet, because this, I I don't want to say this is going for Admech, because I feel like, I, I, I feel like this did get spanked by Admech. Um, like, Rangers and Vanguard just pick up monsters like crazy, but things like the Contorted Epitome that can keep them trapped in combat, stop them from beaming out. Um, Admech's going to spank this list. I'm not questioning it's gonna, that one. It's going to spank it, I'm just curious it, yeah. whether or not he also has to dodge yeah. the Dark Eldar and the Sisters. How many of them are there? Um, <laughs> There's not that many. It's five total of those two factions. Those two factions I mean, combined, it's, five it's, total players. It's a slightly non-thematic army. It's, like, almost thematic. It's The Lord mm. of the Change is, like, really the only part that's like, eh, I just kind of want to have some fun with something unkillable. Well, it's, it's, it's a secondary. It's a secondary pick, yeah. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's he it wants to take. He wants to take ritual. He wants to take psychic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he wants to take mental interrogation, and then he just wants to throw four of the scariest greater demons in the game into your into your face. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got an impossible robe on him, so he's he's rocking it. So yeah, I get that. But but again, I think this is a list I love. I think it's awesome. I hope it's painted well. These are the kind of armies that I always want to see mm. painted very well. Uh, those armies where they're just like running across the board um so it's it's really cool uh you know three and two maybe well, Man, I wouldn't, I, so this i wouldn't rule this out i mean you got you got to think the skill of the pilot and you got to also think that this is an area where people play each other uh, these tournaments these people at these tournaments they circulate a bit around each other and they know what to expect and know how to play and anybody playing chaos you probably know that list like the back of your hand I, I hope yeah. he watches this and like goes undefeated and feels like, hey, told you so. That'd be yeah. awesome. I, I want this list to do well. Same. I really want this to do well, but I just haven't ever seen it do well. It has problems against a lot in the game right now. It's not even the biggest boogeyman in close combat. I mean, Dark no. Eldar picks this up in close combat. Literally yeah. picks this up. And, and, and you're, you're, you're so. absolutely right. Same, same as Repentia, same as, you know, yeah, other same things. Same as Sisters. That's what um, I was saying. I'm like, what this yeah. list wants to do, it, it's not going to get to do it against Admech because it's not going to get there. And then against Sisters and against Dark Eldar, if it gets there and it's like, yeah, I finally get to do what I want. It's like, no, mm. you still don't. You still die. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Reese's five, five. demon into Admech is just a, it's just a bad time. And uh, I yeah. think you got you to get a little tricky with it. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough road to hoe. What's the next chaos list? All right, the next one is from Mr. Mark Perry. Uh, this one is Empress Children. And so, yeah, are you, are you sitting back in your chair holding on tight, Alan? Look at his eyes, look at his eyes, look at him. He's got, he's, he's, yeah, okay. I hope uh, he did it right. off with two, two Dark Disciples, Chaos Lord, uh, with, the, uh, with um, two Lightning Claws, Jump Pack, Rapacious Talons, who is also the Warlord, Dark Apostle, Sorcerer, uh, two times ten Cultists, one unit of, I think it's seven Noise Marines with a Blastmaster and a Sonic, a Sonic Blasters. Um, one contemptor with heavy plasma is that with a chain fist and plasma cannon? A Leviathan yeah, I love with it. couldn't psych- even say it with a straight face. 
Okay. Yeah, Cyclonic Meltalance and Siege Drill. Oh, okay. Uh, two Volkite Calivers in the chest. Uh, two units of Chosen. Five-man Chosens with Lightning Claws. Uh, this okay. is... I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk to this in a moment. Uh, three Dreadclaw Drop Pods. Three units of Havocs. All of which have uh, two with auto cannons, one with chain cannons, and a single rhino. That's the list. Weird. Uh, and not enough noise marines, by the way. I'm going to start off with that one. <laughs> you the should be happy there are any thing. noise marines there. If there the could the be a single <laughs> and noise listen, marine. Listen, he's been listening to the channel. He knows what's going on. Uh, does uh, No, I actually don't know Mark, so I, I can't say that. He's, sure. I've, I've um, actually had the pleasure of playing against him several times, and it is it is always fun. He is an aggressive a, player, but but uh, but a great dude and fun to play against. Um, Champion human being. And an did, the Mar- did the Dark Apostle have the remnant of uh, Magnavia, whatever it's called? Uh, does indeed. Okay, cool. All right. So I wonder what he's doing with the Leviathan in this list. He's got the uh, Melta Cutter, and he's got the Close Combat. The Leviathan yeah. is awesome like it's gonna kill vehicle in close combat that thing is damaged six against vehicles mm. um and uh the gun it has is damaged d6 plus two uh mm. i think if you get within half range but it's only 18 inches so it's pretty far yeah. away and yeah he, the levy, can't, the... he can't put it in the pod no he can't the levy and the contempt that don't make sense to me i mean the contempt well, the if it had the the yeah ex- exactly the contempt could go in the pod at least and if and you need that gun just go in and yeah exactly he just goes yeah. in beats a stopper Get get deep in, frustrate your opponents. The levy, yeah, to my mind, the levy can't and, go in the pod. And that can, I was expecting no, to see a, I was expecting to see a Charybdis the further I got down this. Um, but yeah, it's, no, it's, he it's he not there. He doesn't need it. Both pods have enough room. They're all ten, so he can put the Contemptor yeah. in one onto the Prince on turn two with that one or one. And that and, and that the Contemptor with that you said it has the Chain Fist, right? That's also strength yeah. six. That's yeah. also he's a, he's a, it's a pro- problem solver for sure. And yeah. so he wants to get that guy into the chickens. He wants to be like, he wants to like, okay, noise Marines come down, yeah, it's flat clear, 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 get out of the way. Contemptor, make it to the, make it to chicken walkers, picks up three of them by himself easily. Uh, are um, the pods distractions yeah. here? I mean, they do land on things and they got to be dealt with in some way. Well, it's a cheap delivery actually, system. It's a cheap delivery system for the noise Marines. So he's going to put a noise Marine squad in one of them. I think, mm-hmm. I think he's yep. going to put uh, a Contemptor in one of them. And that's, that's and, pretty aggressive too. The, the rest is going to be a combination of Chosen and Havocs, depending on which what he wants. Yeah, and he's got a runner, pick, runner for the rest. Yeah, he'll pick Havocs or Chosen for, for the last pod, and then whatever he doesn't pick will go in the Rhino. He'll probably, now, he'll probably mix. Well, the rhino, like, I mean, Adam, you were going to say something about the, the Chosen, right? Uh, so Chosen are, secret, are my secret source. I think everybody who's playing CSM right now should have a good hard look at Chosen because they are such a problem solver for you. Um, in, it, well, when they've got the delivery of the of the Dreadclaw. They go in, they clear screens. They're actually very good at, at tangling things like the 20-man Vanguard units. And they have some sweet, sweet jank abilities to be, you know, come 12 inches away, just onto the print straight through a wall, not, not being overwatched, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really good for their costs and for their points cost are trading up into things and that's what csm needs at the moment because all your stuff's so expensive you're paying over 100 points for the privilege of taking that drop pod to put them in there and so you need to get the most value of the stuff that's inside and so i think that the combination of the reaper the reaper chain cannon unit and the and a unit of chosen is there for the 20 man blocks yeah i'm just terrified that the pod doesn't make close combat and then the chosen eat overwatch and you lose to in the charge i mean it's just terrifying to me um i mean that chosen unit can't charge pretty much anything uh if because mm. it's like four dudes right so it's like it's yeah five, it's five dudes with five yeah. wounds yeah it's 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 so, a yeah. joke if they so get there yeah. though if they get there 
If they yeah, get there, they, they do some damage. They're not bad. I mean, if they have power fists and thunder hammers, the minus one. Light, hit, lightning claws. Really... Oh, they're all lightning claws, okay. brother. They're all hunting lightning vanguard, hunting rangers, okay. man. I like Absolutely. that better. I like yeah. that better. There's actually some uh, some groundswells, a grassroots campaign supporting the Noise Marines in the chat. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but that's what that's what uh, five weeks of the show does. It gets people liking Noise Marines. That's a- <laughs> I think I think the 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 Dark Apostle also. I don't understand him because you're always going to want those Noise Marines pretty much in the pod. You can't put the Dark Apostle in the pod because he has to do his ability at the beginning of the turn, at the yeah. beginning of the battle round. And if he's not so on the table, he can't do it. So I don't get that to- actually. Yeah, I, this is this is essentially like a null deploy esque army. I don't know what the Dark Apostle adds here. Um, yeah, unless he's warp timing him up the board, he's probably deploying yeah. him and then warp timing him up the board, maybe. But then he's also limiting how far he can get up the board. So the Leviathan mm. doesn't make any sense to me. It cannot go in the pod. Putting in reserves makes no sense. Um, you can just stay away from it. You can screen it. Uh, there's a lot of things you could do to make it ineffective, and it's a lot of points for that mod. I think it's like two twenty, right? So, 240, man. 240. Yeah, 240's a lot. That's a lot of points for yeah. that dreadnought. If, without a delivery system. Again, if you had a way to bring it in, um, cool. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and you're probably going to, you know, either love me or hate for this. That should, those points should go away and should make a unit of 20 Noise Marines. And that Noise Marines unit should start on the table and first turn, happening? clear every single screen. No, but that's it would make more sense yes. for this army. That unit you know, noise marines can have, they have the redeploy strat so they go from, you know, if you go first they go from the back of the board to the front of the board, they clear every single screen screen in the freaking game and turn to its raining pods and there's nothing you, you can, you do can bring them in turn 1. You could bring in the contemptor yeah. in yeah. turn 1. But, yeah. but you can't clear the screens for the bastard for turn Correct. 1 is, is yeah. my only issue. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is heresy and I can't believe we've talked about noise marines. Is this yeah. but actually I do I do like them. I think they do stack up exactly pretty well. So Either that maybe maybe or, maybe uh Maybe Mark's trying to test out some of this stuff. Maybe it's not a, it's yeah. probably not a fine tuned list. I think there's some serious issues with the way it works with itself. It's not, it's not clear. Um, but, uh, but uh, Hey, it's, it's, I think it's, it's got a, uh, it's got some legs. Hey, I, I don't think it's going to uh, win, but more legs than the, the previous list. Don't yeah. count it out. I'm really interested to see how this turns out. There's going to be some fireworks, I think in tough competition at this event. So my only fear with this list is if the terrain is bad for him, he gets wrecked. Everything in his army that's not starting in reserve is dead turn one against so the wrong that's opponent. That's what the one rhino's for. You're bringing your own terrain <laughs> with you. Mm, uh, I'll, I'll, alter, alternatively, if he goes, if he has to go first and is screened out because somebody has infiltrators, somebody has something to push out his dread claws, um, he's, he needs to get on his bike real quick. The stuff that he he needs to use every asset he's got that deploys on the board, turn one, and doesn't have any choice in the matter. And I feel like his hand is almost forced, just because pretty much because the levy doesn't shoot. He's got two hundred a two hundred forty point unit that can't be in reserve, has to be on the table, and it's not it's not contributing turn one in a bunch of different deployments. Well, he can um, reserve it. That, he can he can bring it on a board edge for like two sure. CP. Two CP, yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> Actually, I think it's, dude, I think it's three. I think like it's three CP now. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care how good you are at 40k. That's just wrong. Your list is wrong. Uh, to swallow. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, we're uh, coming towards close to the end of our show. It means we got to hit this Fuego Rapido pretty uh, up pretty soon. Yeah, y'all, well, y'all ready for that? Someone added in another list to this. Um, oh. Actually, never mind. Never mind. No, 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 no. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll, we'll go. We'll figure we'll out. Play the show play, We need to play the intro though. Play, play us that soundbite. After you go, we can't do it without the soundbite. <laughs> Cue it up, Alan. Another yard. You bet. No, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. 
Fuego Rapido. Nothing could be better. We're about Nothing to start this countdown. This is where well we that. run down a series of topics. We give ourselves just a couple of minutes to run down. At the end of that time, we get cut off. Um, and so we all know the rules, so everyone knows how to play. Here we go. How many hold one, hold two missions should there be in a five-round event? And I'll even throw a little bonus topic. If the round is longer, does that change your answer? If the event is longer, does that change your answer? Who do you want to start with? Go, ahead, uh, go with you, Adam. Two. I'm going to say it. Five man, two. I want to say Five two round, of them. two. Got it. Five round, two. Because as soon as it's one, I will not bring a bunch of extra MSU stuff. I will look at that pack and be like, ah, sweet. The, this unit of two uh, company veterans, this unit of two, uh, four servitors, all this stuff. And I just start scraping back and start looking like more like what Ben Sherwin took and start min-maxing all my squads. As soon as you have a bunch of those in, I have to make a lot more choices. Because, you know, if I'm playing against double OPSEC Necrons and I don't have all those little pinch-hitting OPSEC units, I'm just going to freaking lose if I don't play exactly perfectly. Alan, Alan what, do what do you think? think? Yeah, I like it. I like I like three for the exact opposite reason Adam said, because I like when you have to think through that. So I, I don't want you have to be able to play Ben's list. I think Ben's list is bad for the game. So that's what I said. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually really sad. Yeah. Um, so I like, yeah, two, I like two the out of three. Idea. Yeah, I like the mm -hmm. idea of having three. Um, so I think that'd be a good idea. Uh, I, I do. I think right. once you have something that, that polarizes what the list do take, then you do. That's the whole point of missions is to you, you balance things through point levels uh, and mission design. And, and so you want those things that make people question what they bring in the list and how they play the game. And so I like to have this, several of them. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I would like, so just to clarify, I think people thought I was saying that I want three hold two missions. I want two hold two missions in a five round event. <laughs> do you actually want do you actually want three yeah i want Alan? three yeah you want three hold twos hold yeah. two for fives yes wow savage yes savage I, brutal i, I want everything to be harder i want secondaries yeah. to be harder yeah. i want primaries I'm, to be harder i'm down i want more to happen on the table i don't know about secondaries yeah. I, but i think primaries you know let's let's turn up the heat a little bit uh next segment mm -hmm. going down so favorite addition to 40k and why alan we'll start with you Probably this one because I don't have enough time to play it. So I have like <laughs> <laughs> gotta look look it on the outside of the window. Yeah, maybe uh, this like... one. I don't know. Um, I I did I did really enjoy uh, fifth. I enjoyed fifth a lot. I enjoyed third a lot. I hated seventh. Seventh was terrible. Um, but I did like playing. I did like playing Nick Rose at War Games Con when we can summon demons, and I summoned two thousand eight hundred points of extra demons. Oh. So that was did fun. Win, did you win that game? Oh yeah, it's slaughtered. Okay. But um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, I I did enjoy that as a player who was playing it. But man, the screamers, the old days of screamer star and all that stuff, that was mm. that was bad. Uh, Adam, what do you think? Oh, I was almost going to say seventh edition was my favorite because that's when I started playing. Hey, there's no rules. You don't, don't let, no, 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 no. So there there is there is a there was a five month period in eighth edition where I think the game was perfect, and so it's eighth edition. Um, after after GSC dropped, before Space Marines dropped, the game was at mwah, a beautiful oh, level. Orcs, because orcs were so oh. good. Orcs were amazing. Orcs, orcs were good. GSC was good. Yeah. You know, every everything was just kind of good. You could just play anything, they, and you had you know you could four and one. Uh, and then Space Marines just completely ruined the game. And, but yeah. for people who don't who didn't play Seventh Edition, all of Seventh Edition was just Space Marines. <laughs> it was yeah. just uh, the next yeah, the next hotness came out. And the just... parking lot of Space Marines. You just take a bunch yeah. of Space Marines and you get their rides for free. Oh, no. It was like ludicrous. Uh, I mean, to pit my ride, but for rhinos and Razorbacks. I meant 
I meant as oppressive as that as that Space Marine Codex was. That was all of seventh edition. Everything was just like, oh well, I guess I'm just playing this because otherwise I'm not playing the game. Yeah. Um, I stay at home. Was it called Gladius? I think that's what it was. Called. Uh, yeah, there was the Gladius was Strike one. Force, and then there was there was Battle Company. It was Ugh. the Battle Company Decurian Detachment, and Ugh. then there was the Gladius. And, um, yeah, gross. I actually really I actually really like those detachments. I wish they brought them back in a like a reasonable Ooh. way, in a, a non free war gear way. Yeah. So yes, uh, yeah. I, it, Getting on I, to the next topic, our regional good, yeah. circuits. Uh, like the Lord Marshall Conference in the UK ITC, the future of competitive 40k uh, is tournaments within tournaments, uh, systems. Heck, I've, uh, Armageddon series ran that uh, towards the end of uh, 20, uh, 2019 uh, as a fun way to engage players in, in different areas. Uh, Adam, we'll start with you on that one. Absolutely. I think it's really good for areas to take ownership of their own leagues and their own stuff and, you know, grow, grow their own spaces as best they can, whatever it means they see fit. I do think it's important that we still maintain our links to the international scene. I think it's really important that the ITC continues doing what they're doing and uh, becomes hopefully remains the institu- institution that they've been since the end of sense edition, essentially. Um, but yeah, I cannot overstate this. If you have the ability to get involved in your local scene, um, more and more start circuits join leagues freaking do it it's amazing i was quiet on the last question or the last topic because i didn't want to answer so i'd like i ran the clock down uh, <laughs> like, like i should uh, but, you but dodger. this one i think that this is an opportunity for if you have organizers who want to build up a store or something like that then uh, mm. a circuit or a league or something uh you know you can design it to be as competitive or as, as non-aggressive or whatever as you want as a way to encourage participation in your area uh and so i do think these are a component I don't know if it's the future, but I think it's a it's a really cool component. Uh, Alan, what do you think? I think uh, we got an interesting question, so we'll talk about that later. Um, but um, uh, I think the future of 40k is in team events. I, I don't think there's any problem with local events. That's fine. You know, you can have a you know champion of this these zip codes um, or states or whatever it is. Right, that's fine. Um, and then I think the ITC championship is awesome too. I'm sure one day Games Workshop might make their own thing too. I know Europe has their own stuff. Like there's the best of Sweden, yep. the best of whatever. Um, but I think the the real future of the game, if it wants to get to the next level, it's like some type of esports competitive team event, um, where where it's very much uh, team focused and and not win loss draw battle points by team aggregated to create a win or a tie nice. or a draw. Next topic, here we go. Things we're excited for. I have to imagine this is probably things 40K related, but I don't guess it has to be. This be our our hopes and dreams two minutes here we can talk about. Uh, Alan, we can start with you on that if you'd like. Um, Things I'm excited for. So I'm excited excited for Adepticon. I'm excited for LVO, keeping it 40K related. I I mean, I'm going to have a daughter in a couple days, so I'm excited to be a father. Wow, wow. Um, So that's pretty cool. Excited about like work stuff, but uh, 40k wise, I'm excited to actually get to events. So I'm hoping to make uh, my my next major my next event will most likely be Michigan GT, followed by LVO, followed by Adepticon. So that's the plan. So I'll see if I can make those three, um, and uh, and have fun. So that's what I'm, that's that's me. Nice, Adam. What you got? I'm excited to get every Codex in Ninth Edition done. All of them. Yeah, out. That's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. Tenth Edition. I know. I know. I know what well, it's not happening. It's not happening fast enough for me. Um, I am really excited to see a bunch of different codexes. I'm really excited to see what they do with Tau. Um, I think that's really going to set a tone for what Tau will be for the next, say, five, ten years. Um, because this is this needs to show a fundamental change in the way they're played um, in order for them to be a viable mainstay oh, faction for a, a lot of players. Um, 
because just little Timmy can't go play Tau at the moment. Like little Timmy can't walk into a GW and play Tau. Even even in casual games, they are so far behind the curve. Unless you're a Richard Siegler, Tau, or or somebody aspiring to that level who's willing to dedicate themselves to that craft, it's a really hard pill to swallow. So I'm really excited to see that. I'm really excited to see um uh, a new orc range as well. And I'm damn excited to hopefully be casting some really cool super major soon. Um, Lone Star Open, I'm going to be casting that coming up soon. I'm also going to be casting Charity Hammer. I'm going Nocturnal for two weekends in a row. Last weekend of January, first weekend of August. So really excited for those. And to see some of the cool stuff. The Charity Hammer GT that's coming up um, is probably going to be like Paul, the first... Paul, what are you excited for, Paul? <laughs> Look, man, the man's excited. I'm just giving him, you know... I get to dodge some <laughs> of these because we only have... You know, yeah. I had some great hot wings earlier and I want more hot wings. I, uh, dude. So dude. hot dogs or tacos? Uh, Adam Citrona, you're... You can uh, tacos, freaking tacos, hands down every time, no question, no fight, nothing. I, tacos. Here's, here's a question though for you, since I think we're, we we can uh, we have a little bit of room to walk around in this one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, it's got bread and meat. Yeah, I guess so. Even though you eat it sideways, do you? I mean, do you, do you I eat have, my is, sandwiches is, sideways sometimes. I eat them like this. All right, um, wow. Alan, <laughs> hot dog or tacos for you? Uh, is, is a Pol- <laughs> is the maximal Polish considered a hot dog? Uh, probably for the purposes of the, if you were to diagram it, it's it's probably closer dog. it's it's closer hot to the hot dog spectrum than it is the taco spectrum. I, I I follow your guidance on food, Paul. You are the connoisseur. So if you say Maxwell Polish is in the hot dog category, category, there's nothing that beats a Maxwell Polish for me. So I I'd, I'd pick that. Nice. Uh, it's it's tacos for me all the way. Uh, I mm-hmm. I, you know, it's, I like the the more in the more authentic the better. You know, as far as you know, like with the although I, I do like a flour tortilla. Uh, as opposed to a corn tortilla. But if if you're going to that event in Kansas City, make sure you go to Arthur Bryant's and get yourself a burnt ends brisket sandwich or something with the Kansas City barbecue. Uh, delicious. Arthur Bryant's is good. Gates is good. You can go to Gates as well. I don't know where the venue is exactly, but I'm, I'm sure you're going to go somewhere in there. So I'd go to either Arthur Bryant's or Gates and that's really good stuff. Yeah, you bring up a good point. I know we only have, we have thirty seconds left, but the the food and the, if you're traveling to these places, don't forget to stop and eat something interesting. You know, I think that's yeah, one of the things that explore the the culture of the area that you're going and traveling to. That is one of the best takeaways from these events. Yeah, especially with COVID having hit traveling so hard across the world. Sprinkle a couple of dollars here, there, where support some local businesses, especially yeah. if they're a supporter of the event. Eat there, stay there, support that stuff. Yeah, and you can also get a Kansas City skirt steak. Those are amazing as well. So, yeah, you know, nice. We, we got a local here calling out my favorite taco place, El Taco Azteca. That's near us. Uh, so thanks for that in the chat. I got a, I got a guy calling me out, Gerald Nicholson. Adam doesn't have hot dogs. He has bunning snags. You're absolutely right. There is nothing better than a bunning snag, by the way. <laughs> Bunnings, Bunnings is, a, is, a, is a hardware store, and they have they have like a barbecue going at the front, just we have selling a, we have like a Home Depot. one dollar one dollar sausages. At the, you know, you walk past, you just grab four on your way in to get your wheelbarrow, and yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, we have Home Depot on the way out. They have a hot dog stand. Yes, Every, everything should just have some kind of stand associated a with it. Store I, a hot dog stand. I don't know about you guys, but I never not want to have a snack. It's just I don't know how I'm built. I gained too much weight during COVID, so now I fast for like yeah, 18 hours yeah. a day, so I don't yeah. snack anymore. That That's the end nice. of our show. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how uh, – well, I don't know if we called winners for these. I guess we kind of did. I think our, our strong bet is is on, is on AdMech. Uh, so, okay, uh, uh, but uh, even with a death guard <laughs> list, do you think that they just have the endurance to, just to weather through the rounds in one of those? I mean – No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Man. It's, it's doubtful. 
God, I can't believe we have more support for when noise I, when Marines I see a death over... army. When I see a Death Guard army, I literally walk to the table and I go, bold choice, Cotton. <laughs> no, um, my my pick is uh, I think Sherwin's going to win um, the show me he's, he's my pick to win show me showdown and I'm not I, I, I see the thing is the two top rated guys at um, at Mall in the Mall are taking wonky off medalists and so I'm not sure I can back either of them but and they're, and, they're, and and that's saying that in knowing that there are seven admic admic lists in attendance at that event and none of them are being taken by the top guys well, you got so to tune in really to, to, to see if you get to you know, eat that a hat or not uh, and see what happens. The, the chat has been on fire this this, uh, this evening. Yeah. I really appreciate everyone coming in and supporting us and, and uh, talking to us and letting us know their thought and talking to each other. That's actually one of the coolest part. Uh, it's uh, seeing that uh, develop. Uh, we're going to do this each and every week. We'll, we will be back next Thursday. Do not forget to like, share, subscribe, hit that bell. If you're watching us on YouTube, leave some comments there. We'd love to see it. Uh, you know, Leave some five-star reviews wherever you can. Uh, that's it tonight. We'll see you all next week.